on his John Deere, brand new in 96. Beside me and Bandit, playing fetch when I was a kid. Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 237. Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. It is I, J-Roll Nation. We've got Bridget, we've got Duvall. Hope everyone's having a great week. Duvall, man, I hadn't seen you in a while. I've seen you it's been a couple weeks since the Super Bowl. How you been? I been pretty good, man. Yeah. I can't complain, man. I uh, took a couple of days off just around the uh, uh, over the weekend just because of the, the holiday on Monday. So I had a little ah. extended weekend. I really didn't I didn't do anything, but I got to <laughs> use some time at work. But uh, I'm good, man, you know, just taking it a day at a time. Um, if you're looking for me, Rod vs. Duvall on Twitter, just Duvall on Instagram. So now it makes sense on why you were retweeting your F3 workouts for Monday because you didn't have to work Monday. And I went and worked out on yes. Monday. Yes. I yes. knew for a second. I was like, there's no way he's getting up at 5 a.m. to go work out before he goes to work. And I was I was like, wow, he really getting dedicated. Now I know why you were doing that. Now, now one thing I'll tell you, the only day that I do dedicate to doing that is Fridays because Fridays typically would lead to the weekend. Okay. When I was doing it going into work, I come back, showered, and I'm going straight to work. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's, it's been about a year since you've been able to go, come back, shower, go to work because you've been at the house for coming up on a year now. Man, I'll go work out. I'll, if I do do it, I'll go, go to work, go, come back, shower, take me a quick 30, 45 minute nap, yeah. and then I'm up working. So, <laughs> that's the way to but do don't it. Don't make you mad. You know, 45 minutes once you come back from working out at like 7.30, they make you mad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then I just had to because of we released her Birio card today where she thought she it was her first win, but it really was her second win. She didn't want to celebrate her first win because it was very highly controversial and she just kind of hid in the background. <laughs> so, Bridget, how you doing? Good man, I'm I'm back from a long weekend as well. I had a nice little overnight weekend with Mr. Sweet Thing at some wineries, and um, I'm ha- happy to be back home though with my little pup. And if you want to find me, you can catch me on Instagram at Wine Under the Bridge and on Facebook at Wine Under the Bridge. So Bridget, who watches your dog when you're gone for a little weekend? We dropped her off at my brother Michael's house. Nah, nice. Okay, that but works. This- Time we we had to do that ever so ah. had a little anxiety everything go all right yeah <laughs> everything she loves him and loves it there so it, it went pretty good nice she tried it today though because she jumped over the fence again and Ooh. i saw her while she was outside and we've been beefing ever since but <laughs> thinking about forgiving her <laughs> All right, for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nation, the Beards Watch podcast on Facebook, then find our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And then if you're really crazy, as I mentioned earlier, Bridget's Beerio Cart win, you can go find us on YouTube, our reaction videos, which Duvall, that reaction video from the Super Bowl, it's up to like 20,000 views. I was really surprised of how those Super Bowl ones get it. We did hit our goal. Our goal for the football season was to get to 700 followers. We got to like 708 right now. So there we go. Slowly but surely, the football videos have definitely done – our reactions have been pretty pretty funny there. So go find us on YouTube. They see me rolling. We also got our brewery reviews and just other shenanigans involved. So for our guest this evening is a young lady I met at a KDR formal way after I had graduated – 
And we were obviously, as we just mentioned, social media is following each other on social medias. And I figured, why not as a good time since we're doing all these Zoom podcast episodes to have her on? Devin, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. So my first question I have for you is, do you remember how we met and what, like, in the setting of how we met? Yes, I do. And I was actually... um, I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, we're probably going to talk about that because <laughs> it, it was a funny situation. And um, I don't, hopefully I, re- I remember it mostly. Tell me if it's different for you. But okay. it was KDR formal. Yep. I was a sophomore at UNCG. Okay. And I was 20 years old I'd never been to like a formal or anything like that before and I and I went and um I went with my date as a friend yeah um but back at that time I was very um I was very like kind of like not innocent but I was like I got there and realized I had to share a bed with my date and so I was like oh my gosh I can't do that I don't know him that well, and so um, while I was there, I was like, I think my date threw up in the bed or something like that, <laughs> and so I didn't really have anywhere to go, so I just got a towel and went out to a pool chair and was just sitting out there eating, <laughs> and then um, the it, I think it was you and some of the other older alumni, y'all came and talked to me and made me feel a lot better. Not that I was feeling bad, but I was just like, you know, I was like, I'm really uncomfortable. I've never done this before and I'm just here and I don't really know where to go. So, and then y'all ended up talking to me and I had a really good time. So, so. I was actually, I was impressed that you rec- recalled that information. I remember, yes, you were eating a bag of Funyuns and it was like, yes. it was like 2, 3 a.m. sitting by the pool and I think we stumbled up. There was only a few people still awake. And I do, now that you bring up, while you were out there, you were talking like, ah, I'm just not sure about the date thing. And we were like, it's all right, no worries. Because sometimes guys can get misconstrued and think, oh, if I bring a girl, shenanigans may take place. And you were like, hey, I just see you as a friend. I don't want any shenanigans. Mm -hmm. And you were real worried about that. And we were like, hey, it's no worries. So I'm impressed that you remember that. And I, you know, I think (laughs) that was, yeah, we sat there by the pool, you ate Funyuns and then. You know, yes. just chilled. Okay, so since yes. then, I think I would see you every now and then when I'd pop back in to a KDR mm-hmm. party throughout the years. When did you graduate from UNCG? So I graduated in 2016. Okay. And, yeah, so I'm about to turn 27 next week, actually. Um, so I graduated from undergrad in 2016, and then I actually went straight into grad school um, at UNCG as well, and I graduated from grad school in 2019. Okay. So I actually was in Greensboro um, eight or nine years. So I left home. I came in 2012, and then now I still have an apartment in Greensboro because my lease hasn't run out yet. But I got a job. Um, in western north carolina and so i'm currently living with my parents during the week and then occasionally i'll go back to my apartment in greensboro um so right now i'm commuting and i commute an hour um 
there and an hour back every day. Shoo! That's got to be a little bit tough on the travel travel log there. Yes. Um, But, you know, during the, well, before I I started this job in November, I'm a marketing coordinator for a community college. And it's um, it's in Spindale, North Carolina, which is um, not quite up the mountain. It's probably, it's kind of, it's past Hickory, but it's before you get to Asheville. It's kind of near Shelby. Okay. It's just like in the mountainy area of North Carolina. And it's actually like 20 minutes from the border of South Carolina. So it's kind of like west and south, southwest. I guess. So that was, I think the other thing, so, when we go back to the, when we first met, the funny part about it is I think you grew up in Newton. And so yes. did so did my wife. I think at the time, I, th- I don't know if we were engaged yes, yet. Yes, that's it. So that that's was kind of it. the the linking point of us talking or whatever, and then carrying a conversation. And then the weird part about it is, I noticed you just brought up your birthday. Your birthday is the day before my wife's as well. Oh my goodness! So it's a wild. really small world kind of scenario there. So before we jump into where you're working now, you did grad school. Do you? We I know have this conversation with Duval a lot about. The positives, the negatives of grad school, is it worth it? What, in your mind, when you went to school, and then, I mean, you did it back-to-back. You didn't take a gap year or anything. Do yeah. you feel like, and with everyone talking about student debt now, and all this, do you feel like you, I mean, obviously you enjoyed your time and stuff, but would you go back and do it again? I think the main thing that I would do, I think, I don't know if I would go straight through again. Um, It's nice to already have it done. And, um, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids yet. So I don't have, like, that kind of thing to worry about. It's already done. Um, But it's – so I graduated in 2019, and I just got this full-time job in November 2020. So it took, I mean, over a year after graduating to get a full-time position in what I wanted. And so – I think what hurt me was I didn't really do any internships or mm. any like job experience while I was in undergrad. And then by the time I graduated from grad school, I had college for seven years yeah. and didn't have a ton of work experience. So I think that that kind of hurt me in that way. Like I had all this experience with like reading and writing research papers and you know, doing all the grad school academic stuff, but I didn't have as much work experience, um, especially in the field I wanted to go into. So that's the only thing. I think if you go straight through, just make sure that you're, you know, well, in my, pro- I was in I'm communications and in yeah. my program, um, they didn't really push internships at the time. Now it's like, like, my brother went to ECU. He did a ton of inter- internships. Now, it's like everybody does them, and they're pushed a lot more. But, like, back in, like, 2015, 2016, it wasn't, it wasn't pushed as much. And so I think that was just the biggest thing. It's, like, not, not having that work experience. Yeah. Now, everybody wants you. They're like, oh, a master's degree, but also, like, this many years of experience <laughs> and – it's like, how can I have that many years of experience when I was in grad school? Because you can, it's very difficult to work full time and be in grad school. Yeah. And um, I started out as a full time grad student and a TA, 
And I did that for one semester, and then I switched to just part-time because it was just a lot for me to handle. And so, and then I was able to work, like, multiple part-time jobs while going to grad school. Um, but they weren't, you know, jobs with, like, marketing experience. It was I babysat, I worked retail, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think but I think a master's degree can be worth it, especially if you want to work in higher education and kind of move up because um, I work for a community college now. So I think having that degree helped me yeah. um, in that way. So, you know, it's just like, it just depends. Like, do you want to get that work experience straight out of college or do you want to keep learning? So there, there's some positives and negatives to it. I remember seeing some of your tweets where it seemed like you were struggling to get a job after graduation, and you seem frustrated, which uh, there's a bazillion Americans that feel that way, especially now going through the pandemic. How was that journey, and then what that payoff of finally getting a job, like, just to kind of, like, what is that journey, what was that journey like? Yeah, it was um, super frustrating. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, which is why I now work in Spindale, because it was like this opportunity presented itself, and I'm like, okay, I may not love the location, but I've been working so hard to try to get an opportunity that I will do what it takes to pursue this. Um, so, you know, I was just every day LinkedIn, Indeed, redid my resume a million times, a million cover letters. Like I have a folder on my laptop and it's just like pages of cover letters. Um, <laughs> interviewing, making connections, talking to all kinds of people while still trying to like work other jobs. And, um, you know, just there were definitely, I felt like if I could get to the interview part and I could talk to them because I like to talk. Um, <laughs> I was like, if I could talk to them and show them like I'm a hard worker and I have a great personality and like, you know, I can do this job. But a lot of the times with the way the, um, I think they use like software now just to like go through people's resumes. And if you don't have certain keywords, you just get like booted out. So I think during that time, I only had like four or five interviews total. Um, maybe not even that many, maybe like four yeah. um, during the whole job, like hundreds of hundreds of jobs I applied to. Um, and then, you know, that was, so I graduated in 2019 and then, like May 2019 and then March 2020 the pandemic <laughs> happened so it was even harder yeah to find a job um so that definitely was frustrating but now that I have this job I'm just I'm I realize now that it why it took so long it's just none of the oppor other opportunities that I had pursued would have, I don't think they would have been the right fit for me um but I feel like where I am now is just a really good fit and um, a great opportunity because I'm working in higher education. I'm getting to do marketing. I'm a state employee, so I have amazing benefits. Um, so it's kind of like all the things lined up. And so I was like, if I have to go back to Newton, I'll go back to Newton. Because, <laughs> well, I need this job. Yeah. And too, like this is a stepping stone to move forward in my career. Yeah, I don't like I said, 
and now at least living with your parents, it's always like a, a kind of a plus and a cheat code because I did that for a little bit until I was able to get a yes. job to help pay for rent and like sustain myself. So now you can make a little nest egg. So whenever you do decide to move out, be it somewhere else, you can at least feel like you can you can buy you a new bed, make some expenditures there and, yes. and be good about it. So it's always nice to have that. Now, I know Duvall's got something brewing over there because he's always got a question or two, so I'm going to give it to well, shoot well, Duvall. I was, <laughs> I was just going to kind of just piggyback off kind of what you said just about just the simple fact that, you know, all the timing and everything, you know, kind of just falls in line. Um, and I think that's really a good thing, just the simple fact that you kind of just kind of just stay patient because everybody mm-hmm. has a different avenue. You know, there's that small window of people that come straight out of school and have their dream job or have the job that they want or something like that. And it's kind of just, it's kind of, it, it's tough at times. And you know, of course, social media doesn't make it any easier. No. Um, so, Not at all. So, because you'll look and you're just like, gosh, I'm just down bad at some point. And you're just like, no, yeah. trust me, the other 90% of the world, they're still trying to figure this thing out. Yeah. So um, that's awesome. Um, I, I guess I, I don't necessarily have a, a but I guess like just as far as just being out of college and I mean I know it's only been like a year and a half or two mm-hmm. and out like what's been the biggest joy because I mean I tell people now stay in school as long as you want because that once life hits you it's tough <laughs> so like what's been the biggest kind of like oh this is not what I thought it was yeah so um I think like grad school you think it's like being in college, but it's just like being um, tortured. It's not fun at all. Um, and it's like being an adult. It's like your job is grad school. So, um, and and at the time, actually, when I was in grad school, I was 22. And my boyfriend, um, Sean, he's two years younger than me. So he was still an undergrad at UNCG. And he would be going to parties and doing stuff. And at the time, I couldn't go because I was a TA and I taught my own class. Yeah. So I couldn't go to parties at his house in case I would run into my student. <laughs> um, and so I, that sucked because I was like a, a lot of my friends and people that were still there were people younger than me. And like they could go and do all this stuff and then I couldn't do it. So I think, like, the adult world kind of hit me then. Um, but then, really, since being graduating, graduated, um, it took me some time to, like, you know, like you said, like, find, kind of find joy in things and, like, find things to do because you're not with your friends 24-7 or, you know, going out and doing things all the time. It's a lot of um, – you have, like, different joys. So, like, now – I'm like, if I get in bed before 10 o'clock, I'm very happy. <laughs> um, and I actually, after I graduated, I um, I grew up doing competitive dance. And I danced some while I was at UNCG. Um, but then once I was in grad school, I didn't really have time to be active or, you know, to do anything like that. That made me really happy. And so once I graduated, I got super into doing the yoga, um, especially hot yoga. It was like my new thing. And um, I started doing that almost every day, either hot yoga or regular yoga. There are several great yoga studios in Greensboro. And I met like a lot of great people through that. And so that was something that was like my hobby and I got to do it. And um, 
I got to see myself improve at it and, you know, like learn, learn about it and become better at it. So, and, and it, with yoga, it's such, um, it's as, it sounds silly, but it's as much a mind thing as it is a body thing. And I think for me, just like being in a like calm environment and just like, <laughs> I love a yoga studio when it's like the lights and they got the essential oils and it's just, they talk very calmly and then it's like you don't have to worry about any of your responsibilities. It's just for like one hour you just get to like relax and like take your mind off of everything and just like move your body in a way that feels good. So that was something that I really, really enjoyed, but I haven't done <laughs> in over a year because, um, well, I think some of the yoga studios here are open but I just haven't been comfortable with going back yet. Yeah. So, how is that? And big? I think too. Oh, sorry. Oh no, you're good. You're um, good. One other thing that was like really like adult, like oh my gosh. Well, just like living on my own. Like now, it's nice that I'm back with my parents. But yeah. like, utilities are so expensive. <laughs> like, why is electricity so expensive? <laughs> My Spectrum internet is $80 a month. I don't understand. Um, and then, like, groceries are super expensive, and I hate spending my money on food. I'm like, oh, this is, it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as we always say now, now that you've endured, the bills do not stop. They never stop. Mm -hmm. They keep coming. So you do have to have a little outlet of fun every now and then. But going back to your working in higher ed, how has that transition been you know, you said, when did you start this job? Yeah, so I started in November. November. Okay. And so how has that been with the pandemic going on? Like, what are y'all in full? Is it full remote still? Do y'all have some students coming back? Yes. So we are in a very small rural community, and we serve two counties. We okay. serve Rutherford County and Polk County. And um, there hasn't been a high number of cases in that area uh, well, it kind of peaked at, like, Christmas time and around the winter where it peaked everywhere else. Um, but they were – so when I got there, they were doing 50% of classes were in person, 50% were online. And then they're doing the same thing this semester. So it's, like, 50-50 because since it's a community college, a lot of, like, the technical um, – you know, the trades, the business sciences, those kinds of things – um, it's a lot of hands-on stuff. Like, you can't do, you know, you can't learn to weld from home. You have to be there with your gear and yeah. doing your welding and stuff. So, um, you know, they've had that have to be in person. Like, they have those. And then also, it's always, our school has always um, had online classes for a very long time. So, none of the teachers really had to pivot or do anything differently um they've been adjusting well to that and then you know we all luckily we all have like our own I have my own office um and so my co-workers we all have our own offices so we have worked we do work in person like Monday through Friday but majority of the time I'm in my office by myself and I have my door closed and I can take my mask off and I'm in there, and then it's just like when we're interacting with other people, obviously we have our masks on and stuff. Um, but, yeah, they I feel like they've done a really good job, um, especially, you know, considering the area and, like, the resources they've had. 
they've done a really good job to keep it safe and to still, you know, keep students learning and doing that hands-on um, while being safe. So, yeah. what I don't even think we've mentioned the name of the community college that you work at. Yeah, it's called Isothermal Community College. Okay, okay. And so, it's called that because it's in the thermal belt. Okay. Um, and it's a part of North Carolina near, like, the foothills of the mountains that experiences um, milder weather and temperatures than you would say, like, Boone or Asheville or, like, the other surrounding areas that you think are, like, colder and snowier, but... Our little area that's in the thermal belt, you know, it's just the same weather that would be in, like, you know, Newton or Charlotte or kind of those areas like that, even though it's, it's like, almost in the mountains. Yeah. So. How, many, how many students go there? I think it's about 2,000. 2,000. Bridget, is that bigger than your Division three school? It, if we're on Division Two, so oh, my bad. I'm sorry. My, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it might as well have been Division Three. Um, it, it's, uh, I think we had less. We actually, I know we had less than that as far as on campus students. Um, I think we had like 1200 or 1300 on campus students. But our, like you're saying with your uh, school, we had a really big online presence. So we had people, uh, especially all over the Carolinas, that were that were doing school online. But I was thinking while you were talking about, I, I, I can feel for you that it's difficult to be find, trying to find a job during this time. But I was just thinking about my first job when I got out of school. I, I went to grad school right after I got my undergrad too. And when I got my first job, I was also living with my parents. And all of a sudden you have like a, a pretty, you know, a different income than what you, mm-hmm. you know, your parents were giving you going to, to college. You finally have like actual disposable income that you can spend on stuff. For me, it was very difficult to not spend that like in <laughs> uptown Charlotte and you know, going out all the time. So it's kind of a blessing in disguise that we're in the situation. That yeah, we're that's in right a good now. point. <laughs> all of this, all this stuff, especially when you have to drive an hour to and from work, you, you got a little bit of a disguised blessing there (laughs) yeah actually that's a really good point I'm like haven't had anything to spend money on because um you know what is there to really do right now so I actually have been able to I'm like this is a lot more money than I'm used to so I've just been saving it because I'm like girl if you can't save it please I know that it's very hard to do because, like I said, it's all of a sudden you have money that you never had before. Mm-hmm. You can't save it. That's huge because when you start paying that rent, honey, yeah. it's a different story. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you have no money anymore. <laughs> so like, you that- had all this money, but now I don't. But you want to be able to furnish wherever you live next and yes. anything. So rent or mortgages, it hits totally yeah. different. Don't yeah, forget your car I, note, your car insurance, your phone bill, your groceries. And wait, you got to think about it. Coming from your parents, I mean, they filled up the fridge. You just say, hey, yeah. you bring me some Skittles and a few other things, and you're good to go. But, yeah, yeah it's it's totally different. And, Devin, didn't you recently just get into a big car accident, too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I, in December, I was 
the road that I take to get to work, it's it's called it's a highway. It's called a highway, but it's like a two lane road through the mountains and through the country. And um, apparently, it's notorious for car wrecks. Um, I didn't know that until I was in a car wreck. Um, but <laughs> there was I was coming home from work on a Friday, just ready to get home. The car in front of me stopped to make a left turn. I stopped, and then just out of nowhere, this man in a truck just slammed right into me. Ugh. And mm. he, the speed limit there is like 55, so we think he was going around 55, and there were no, like, tire marks, brakes squealing, none of that. So there was, like, no effort from him to stop. He just, it was an older man, and he just wasn't paying attention. Um, so he hit me, and then I hit the car in front of me, um, but I, my natural instinct, I, like, swerve because I'm like, oh, crap, I'm going into a car. Like, I don't yeah. want to hit this car. I swerved to the left, and there was a truck coming, but the truck went off the road, and I jerked back to the right, so it missed. Um, and actually, thinking back, like, the, now that I've thought about it, um, from the impact, from the damage to the back of my car, if I think if I had gone head-on into the car in front of me, it would have just crunched the front. I don't know if I would have been stuck. I don't. Well, I know the airbags would have gone. My airbags didn't go off. Um, so actually, by me swerving, it and their car was fine. They were able to drive away. Their car wasn't totaled or it, it was dented, but um, the damage to the back of my car was significantly worse than the front. Yeah. Um, so that was just a month into having my full time job. So then I had to. I had to buy a car. <laughs> yeah. And as, as Duval and, says, that car note, it's just a whole nother hit there, too. It <laughs> is. And my um, my car that was totaled, it was um, a 2008 Honda Civic that I got when I was 16. Um, so I didn't have a car payment. Yeah. Um, the car was like, what, 12 years old. Um, and so... We didn't get, I didn't get a lot of money for it, but I got enough to make a good down payment yeah. um, on my new car. And I got a, a, a new car, but it's used. Hey, I can't that's, afford that's to sometimes buy a brand best, new car. Hey, that's, hey, that's sometimes the best way to go because you can get a better deal. for. You can get what the nicest thing was three years ago, you can get for less money, and it still yes. got all the bells and whistles. Yes, that's what I did. Yep. Mine's a 2017 RAV4, yep. and it has, like, leather heated yep. seats and, like, all these, all these fancy features, and I got a really good deal yep. on it. So it, it all worked out. But then, so now I'm have a car payment and car insurance. So I'm not saving all of it. I do have that. <laughs> I have to pay for. Um, and then I had to pay the property tax on it and all this yep. stuff. Um, and I was like, I did not know about any yep. of this before. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, you have to pay this. You have to pay this. I'm like, when will this end? <laughs> I, I, I was late my property taxes the first time I had to pay them on my own because I was like I had no idea like I, I mean and my, my dad is really good like he was in banking like he he set me up really good I'm really good with money and everything but that he must have told me and I just didn't realize it or didn't know it was coming up or something and I, w I was like a month or two late paying oh, that God. all of a sudden I was like hey, like a couple hundred dollars for like Oh my gosh! Like I and I was paying rent too for the first time. I was like, oh my god, I don't want to pay bills anymore. <laughs> like, Here's I, all my money. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I know. I was like, I was like, what? Tax, title, and tag. I thought that is yep. what you paid yeah. for. No. Nope. What is this other? <laughs> yeah. Is all this other stuff? So I know. So it's it, not cool. Yeah, it's, not cool. It's funny you say that. So we just traded my wife's car in to get a bigger vehicle since we're adding a second kid, and. We got it at the end of last year, and then all of a sudden, like, the, the, the shenanigans that car dealerships do, we get another thing, like, okay, tags paid off, at least for a year. We had just paid her tag of her previous car off in, like, uh, October. All of a sudden, they hit us with, a, oh, here's a temporary, you've got till end of March to pay. We're like, whoa, 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 what happened here? We thought, when it, we got it off the lot, we were at least good for a year, so it was like, oh, well, this is so, I, exactly. They just hit you with those random, hidden shenanigans everywhere to, to try to get something going so it does do it's the worst thing that's the worst thing you pay for it and then like you get another something in the mail hey you need to go pick up your new tag yeah. like a new tag i just got the car last month yeah, yeah. oh and with the tag uh my temporary tag expired because they somehow sent my tag to an old apartment i lived in in Ooh. undergrad in greensboro Ooh. and then it disappeared oh See, I've, and see, this is what always, that, I had a license, when I had to renew my license a couple years ago, that you go to the DMV, then they send your information to Raleigh, then they send it back. Same thing with the tags, mm-hmm. they send it to somewhere to send it back, it gets lost in the mail, then you gotta go back, it, it's just all kinds of craziness, like you said, you lost it in the mail, and then you, it's, I, why does it have to go to Raleigh, they come all the way back here, and then, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What we had to do recently was... Uh, since we got married last year, we decided, you know, it was finally a good time for us to combine, my husband and I, to combine uh, car insurance payments because he was paying something that was, like, astronomical compared to what I paid. Yeah. And I was like, one me, we could do this together. It will save so much money. So we did that. And so we got on a new policy with the same company, you know, with Allstate. But something happened. So I left, and I was actually still with my parents on their insurance. So I left my parents' insurance and got my own with my husband. But somehow some wires got crossed and I started getting letters that were like, like, have you ever gotten a ticket or something? You start getting letters from lawyers that like represent you and like, you literally like, yes, you from white. Well, I started to get letters that I thought were BS, but they were not related to my car <laughs> insurance. That, like they were saying I wasn't insured and that I was going to get a fine and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, that's silly because I know I'm insured. And then next thing I know, like I, it was, I got a letter from the DMV that was like, your license, your license plate is expired. Like basically like if I got pulled over, I would be in a lot of trouble because all state didn't communicate that I was on a new or something. I was like, these all these. There's oh so many gosh! Yeah. For being an adult that are not communicated to individuals, that is not fair. <laughs> I had to like send a letter to. I had to get my insurance company to send a letter to the DMV proving that I had insurance, which I never didn't have. I just changed insurance, and you'd think mm-hmm. that they would tell them that. But I guess everything's super backed up with COVID and stuff. That even when you send a letter like that, they don't get it for like two weeks because everybody's just working from home. They're not even processing those as quickly as they can. But I was like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Devin, back to where you're working now. How do you see yourself here for a while? Do you have any other, like, are you just enjoying where you're at now? I know you've only been, you haven't been there too long, but mm-hmm. do you have next steps? Like, what would be your other goals 
you know, career-wise? Yeah. Um, so I'm not really sure how long I'll be at this job, um, but I definitely think that I want to, like, move up in the community college system specifically, um, eventually be into a role where I'm, like, director of marketing or, you know, um, something along those lines where I get higher up. But, like, as far as, like, places of business go, I don't think I would do well in, like, a corporate setting. Um, And I just really like the, you know, the higher education setting, especially where I am now. It's, like, very laid back. I have a lot of autonomy. You know, my boss, it's just me and my boss. We're the marketing department. So (laughs) I have a lot of free will. Um, and I get to be creative and do a lot of stuff like that. So I definitely want to, you know, continue with that. And I think, I mean, marketing for a community college, I mean, it's very important making sure that people, um, there are several people and areas in our county that, um, don't even have internet. Um, and so, it's important to try to, you know, get the word out because there's a lot of people that don't, you know, they don't see this stuff on social media or that kind of thing because they don't even have internet at their house. Um, so I think it's really important and I think I want to stay in the North Carolina community college system. Um, and it's really good benefit (laughs) as a state employee because I have the, um, So before I was um, paying over $250 for an individual health insurance plan a month. Um, And now with the state health plan, it's like $50 a month. Yeah. Yeah, So it's really good benefit. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't beat that. So so. I know I went, I had a doctor's checkup and it was $10. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> that is, I know, it's, it's definitely that good when you, when you can get that going and not have to pay an arm and a leg just for insurance, so. Yes. So, do you, let's say you stay here at Isothermal for X amount of years, I don't know, three to five, whatever, maybe two to three, do you see yourself moving closer to there, or, you, or do you, yeah, yes, okay. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> So, actually, they are building a brand new apartment complex, and I'm on the wait list. Oh, there you go. Um, to move there. And so, what's actually really nice is that it's only an hour from Asheville. It's an hour from Charlotte. It's an hour from Spartanburg, South Carolina, an hour from Hickory. It's kind of an hour from anywhere from, nice. like, bigger cities. Um and so I definitely could live there for a few years. I don't know if I'd want to like live there permanently, yeah. but I definitely want to move closer because I don't hate the commuting. Um, but since the wreck, I do not trust these people. Yeah. <laughs> I do not trust these people on, this, on these roads. Like they are crazy. <laughs> and there are log trucks. There's a lumber company mm. off the road. So there are like these big trucks with these gigantic logs. And I get behind at least one or two a day. Um, and so it's a lot of, like, 18-wheelers, log trucks, just a lot of trucks in general. Um, and so I definitely want to move closer. 
But even if I moved to like Morganton, that's still a 45 minute drive and I would still have to take that road. So I'm trying to avoid having to take that road. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so it'll be, that's like their first apartment complex. Um, and it's actually really nice. They'll be brand new and they, um, it has like a fitness center and like, um, you know, all the little typical apartment amenities because the reason why I didn't move there now, well, I'm saving money living at home and I still have a lease in Greensboro through April. Mm. Um, but, uh, there's like nowhere to, there's like a housing shortage there. Um, because there aren't like complex, like that's what's so crazy to me is like in Greensboro or Raleigh or Charlotte, you have apartment complexes like every other corner. Um, up here there's, like I said, this is the only one. Um, Otherwise, you they have, like, um, you can rent, like, houses, but those are very hard to come by. Um, and everything is full. Like, people, they rent the place for, like, 20 years. So, there's actually not anywhere to live there right now. <laughs> I had a question, and it just slipped my mind. But, yeah, I mean, that – oh, go ahead. Do you have something, Bridget? No, I was just going to say, I bet with a brand-new apartment complex, that will be good for – many reasons one that you won't have to like even the stuff that you want to do uh, like at home that will be few and far between compared to every single day having to go to work yes so when they when they open up that brand new place there will hopefully be like some sort of deal or something like when i first moved into my apartment here in charlotte they're everywhere you can get like a month free or something like that and then move in there like they'll be wanting to fill that thing up and everything will be brand new that'll be nice yes i'm excited for the brand new part because my apartment in greensboro it's not old but it's definitely got like old appliances and i'm like i've never lived in a brand new place before (laughs) my brother at ecu always lived in the nicest apartment um that had like granite countertops and like blank floors and all of that they make they make student apartments so fancy now i'm like you guys you need to live in a dorm room like share a hall bathroom oh absolutely um like you need some carpet that's hard to clean yep it's just ridiculous you gotta yeah you gotta have a little (laughs) yeah humble yourself (laughs) so you've mentioned your boyfriend a couple times you move into yes. this new place. Is he coming with you up there, or how's that gonna? How you gonna work that out? I mean, since you're in the middle of kind of like you said a a no man's land. Yeah. So he lives in Raleigh, um, okay. and he actually. So we have not lived in the same place since like for like three years. Okay. Uh, we've been dating since 2015, so we've been together for a while, and yeah. we really haven't lived in the same place <laughs> um, for most of the relationship. But he, so he, like me, is he's still searching for a job. Yeah. So he is his plan. He likes to work in like um, software and technology and that kind of thing, and so he is looking for a remote position. Um, and if he's able to get something remote, he could, it wouldn't matter where he lived. So he could definitely come out here with me. And he is, um, the type of guy, he loves bass fishing. 
and he has he actually has a fishing boat um, that we like to take out on the lakes in the summer. Um, but he would love it up here because it's all like outdoorsy. There's hiking, there's fishing. There we're near Lake Lore, Chimney Rock, um, all those places. So he definitely. It, it might be a little adjustment if he came up here because he's used to being in Raleigh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think there's plenty of stuff to do. Okay. Um, and and we're not far from Charlotte at all. Yeah. So it would be like a, we have friends there and. You know, we know lots of people there, so it would just be a drive up there. I know the biggest thing would just be if, if y'all have spent so much time apart, would just have it be spending time together. Because I know you're going to have your routine. My experience from moving in is everybody's got their routines, and then when you mm-hmm. mix them together, somebody puts the toilet paper roll the wrong way, somebody loads the dishwasher a certain way. So figuring those kinks out. I mean, y'all been together for almost six years now, so I'm sure you can work through the kinks, but... Those are stuff that I'm still, I mean, I've been with my, my lady for coming up on 10 years, and we're still working through laundry, all that kind of stuff. So it's just a lifelong thing. Yeah, luckily, um, when I lived in Green, when I lived in Greensboro, I've had my apartment in Greensboro for about three years, um, and I live by myself. So a lot of times, um, he would just come up and stay with me for a while. So we've been together for like, a few weeks at a time and I think he's pretty I'm kind of a neat freak so he's pretty used to like my shenanigans at this point um but I feel like it probably would be an adjustment period but I think we can do it oh yeah yeah I mean I'm sure you'll figure it out you you've been work if, if you can work through the long distance you can probably work through all the other stuff so yeah. mm-hmm. And to kind of add to it, I know um, if he's looking like as far as technology, I think a lot of companies are going remote just due to mm-hmm. the pandemic. But I think, you know, kind of just like you've kind of just been patient, I think if he continues to be patient, an opportunity will come up where he can work remote. Because I know there's so many places that they're just going to 100% remote now. Like if you yes. can do it, because they can save on office space, they can save on so many things. So, I mean, and even if he's, if it's not, if he's got a company that's like an hour away and they're like, oh, you got to come in at least twice a week, he wouldn't have a problem commuting twice a week and then working from home the rest of the week. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll yeah. Oh, yeah, because like I said, we're an hour from Charlotte. So he, if he, you know, somewhere that in Charlotte wanted him to come in, he would definitely be close enough to do that. I mean, my dad, um, he works for BB&T, um, and they merged with SunTrust, and now they're Truist. And they're located in Uptown Charlotte, and so you're talking. He, you're talking um, to the competitor right here. He's a he's a Bank of America guy. Oh, yeah, Duval's Bank well, of America. I, I saw the new building like the other day. I was going through downtown, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of nice." You know, <laughs> but, but. <laughs> nobody's there. I don't, or there is very few people there. He hasn't been there since like last year. Yeah, yep. so he's been working from yeah. So he's been working from home, um, but before that, he did commute from Hickory to Charlotte um, and had his little parking deck pass, or he was mad that he paid for this expensive parking spot, and then then he wasn't having to come into work anymore. (laughs) Um, So I was like, well, if my dad can commute to Charlotte and back every day, then I can commute to Spindale and back. It's about the same time. So, yeah, if he hasn't canceled his parking, tell him to go ahead and do it. Yeah. 
He finally, he finally did like last year. Yeah. But. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, so I'll, I, uh, Devin, I sent you some questions earlier. Yes. For the uh, Warehouse Distillery, Wine Under the Bridge, Escape 109 Notebook. You pick one. Why you pick one, I'll do a little bit of housekeeping and just let us know when you pick one. Okay. Even though last week, I already said, I going, since Duvall's on again, I beat Duvall in the Pick'em Challenge, so I just want to tell him that one more time in the NFL Pick'em. But Duvall can so seek happy. his revenge. We've got the March Madness. It looks like they're going to do a tournament this year. They canceled it last year because of COVID, so we will have our March Madness Pick'em coming up whenever they activate it, so join that. It's All of our stuff's always free, but you do, if you win, you do get prizes from different places. And then, of course, the news this past week was Survivor starting back. So, hopefully, by the end of the year, we'll have our Survivor Fantasy game going. And as we mentioned a couple weeks ago, Crash is still holding on that trophy after he won it like a year ago in the middle of the pandemic. So, hopefully, we'll get that back going. And and we are going to try to, if you're a Challenge fan, we're going to try to do a fantasy game of that as well. So, always free to join. Always good competition. I just beat Duvall by two points to end the NFL season. So, other than that, we'll keep it moving. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Devin, do you have a question? Yes. All right. And I picked this one. This one piqued my interest. Okay. Because fun fact about me, I'm a vegetarian, and I've been a vegetarian on and off my whole oh, life. Oh, that's two. So, I, think, I think this is the first I, time we've I had do. two vegetarians Yay. on the podcast at once, because Bridget is one no. as well. Duval is the in the middle of a pescatarian challenge, yeah. where he's only... Pescatarian right now, so this is might be the healthiest podcast group of members we've ever had in one city. There you go. Okay, so the question is: you can only eat all fruit for a week, or all vegetables juice. Okay, since I'm 31 now, and my stomach has decided to betray me on a lot of fronts and like i gotta drink pepto a lot i gotta that's a lot like if anytime i drink and catch a buzz the next day i gotta drink pepto bridget hurt me the two weeks ago when we were playing birio cart and then she left wine over here and i had i can't leave a bottle of wine not finished i can't let it sit overnight and at 3 a.m my stomach was barking at me it was hollering it was like why did you mix the beer and wine i had to get up and drink some pepto on top, I say that because fruit and with the acidity of it can get to you. On that account, though I think fruit would be sweeter and more delicious, and I've overdone fruit before and that mess with it, I will go all vegetables because I feel like that at least will keep you base and you won't have as much upset stomach with a lot of the sugars and, the, and all that kind of stuff. Who's got it? Who's got an answer? Bridget, you're like, there. It is like, okay. You're, we thought we lost that you for like a second. A Can you hear me? Okay. There we go. Now you're back. Now you're back. Okay. I would usually choose vegetables because I like them better than root. Uh, corn is like my favorite side item ever, so mm. I would definitely choose that. What is cabbage a vegetable? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love coleslaw, so. I would love to have a lot of coleslaw, broccoli, like there's just infinite options. Like I, I would definitely be better off eating vegetables for the rest of my life. You could put them in the air fryer, you could roast them, you could put them on a skillet, 
you do a you could have them for a lot more meals than you could have fruit, I think. Do all. Yeah, and this is tough because as much as I love fruit, I yeah. don't want to say fruit. I, yeah. I just I'm just thinking about meals for a week. Yes. And like yeah. there's a, there's not enough apples and oranges and grapes I could eat all day to fill me up. I know that I could get full off of some type of vegetable soup or like some type of salad, something like that. Um, so I think I would say I would say a salad as well. As much as I love fruit. Yeah. I'm going to go with vegetables, too. Yeah. Um, although bananas are really, you can make them into all kinds of things. That's true. But vegetables, for sure, because you can make, like, zucchini noodles, um, squash. I love kale. Uh, um, so I have to go with vegetables, too, about the acidity, because I have acid reflux. Yep. And if I eat a bunch of fruit, my stomach is done for. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Like, fruit is great, and fruit is more like I think of it a dessert. You know what I mean? Because it's got the it's got the natural sugars, and then like you said, bananas. You can make a banana pudding, strawberries. You could do a strawberry shortcake. But I think after a while, you'd almost be like shell shocked with sugar and just stomach all kinds of flipping and, and sideways. Because I remember one time I went on like a a pineapple thing, and I ate too much pineapple, and then I was just tore up chafing dry like it was just it was just bad you know what i mean so so i and pineapple will like give you like sores in your mouth yep yep too much pineapple also has benefits if you haven't heard yes we know the benefits of the pineapple (laughs) look somebody's ready for some shenanigans later tonight is what i'm getting from that Yes, I'm not saying they don't have the benefits, and I would I like fruit more than vegetables, but for a whole week, it's got to be vegetables all the way because I feel like, as Duval said, you can sustain a full meal off of that. Whereas yes, fruit, I mean, it's great, but I feel like in abundance, anything in abundance is going to get tiresome after a while, but just the overall body feel, I think vegetables would be better. True. Yeah. And you could do more. So, Devin, on top of that, Bridget had a little cheat a little bit ago. She she broke down and had some chicken, what, a couple months ago. What's, oh, whoa, if, Devin, whoa. if you did, you said you've been on and off vegetarian. When you take your cheat meals and there's something you miss, what are the top two things that if you're not going vegetarian that you're going to go to and get? Okay, so I haven't meat in, like, I think five or six years now before when I was on and off, it was in like middle school and high school and then college. But when I would go back to eating meat, I like a cheeseburger. Mm. Um, From where? Cook out late night. I haven't had one in so long. I'm trying to think. Cook like was, was, <laughs> I know. Cook was that not a big run there in college? If you had a, a few too many. Hey, them Junior Bakers were 99 cents at Wendy's at yeah. that time. So <laughs> I would get actually the cookout chicken nugget. Yeah. Um and or a barbecue sandwich. Okay. So you're saying a burger, chicken nuggets, and a barbecue sandwich is going to be if you had. A day to say, okay, I need to catch up on these last five years. That so chicken nuggets from Cookout, not no Chick Fil A in that match. 
I don't like Chick Fil A chicken nuggets. Me either, they're too, girl. They're they're too juicy. Wow. I mean, I'm not a I'm nugget not they're guy. They're like chunky. <laughs> they're too fat. I know exactly what you're saying. It's like it's too thick. Like, like I, don't I need it. my chicken nuggets flatter. Me too. Uh, me too. See, I'm I not want little pieces of chicken. I don't want them to be so meaty. You like, got... Yeah, the Chick Fil A nuggets. They're like they have. They're more gristly. I think. Okay. You're very aware that you're eating meat when yeah. you're eating a chicken. Like a chunk of chicken. Like a chunk of chicken. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, more, I'm more of a chicken sandwich guy, Chick-fil-A, so the nuggets don't, you know, really bother me as much. I'll grab, though, if, if someone's left over some nugs, I'll grab a couple if they're going to throw them away. But, you know. Chicken minis still good. Chicken minis are still good. And, again, I haven't come across a chicken nugget I haven't liked really anyway, so. McDonald's chicken nuggets. I don't like McDonald's you chicken nuggets. I mean, they're all right. You throw enough barbecue sauce on them things, you don't even know it's McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> you know McDonald's has spicy chicken nuggets now? Yes. Yes. I haven't tried them, but I heard I heard through the grapevine. I saw, I've been seeing the uh, commercials on the TV. Yeah. that's It's definitely, I got to try that. And then Chick-fil-A has a new grilled chicken sandwich that I want to try just because, you know, why not if it's out and about? Yeah. Sure. I can't sure. do it till after Easter, but... Yeah, that's right. You're, yeah. Duvall, I could notice, and it wasn't just me, I noticed on the Super Bowl you seemed a little bit tense because you couldn't eat the pizza and <laughs> and some of the wings and some of... <laughs> I could tell it was hurting you a little bit. It was, it was tough because that was the first time I was around all of that. And then you got to think about it. I had to pick up the pizza. Yeah. So it's in my car and I'm like yo this is tough like I'm I got pepperoni I got veggie on one and then I got cheese now granted I, I gave up bread as well so that was the tough part so oh, I, I was like why can't you have pizza yeah oh my goodness. Up. so I'm sitting wow. in my car in this row then I'm coming back home from watching the game and the pizza smells still in my car <laughs> I'm hungry because I had some shrimp at his house so I'm just like yeah <laughs> so, it was, it was oh, so tense, sorry but, Devin, I mean, Devin, we've heard Bridget's favorite vegetarian vegetarian meal. What would be your number one dish to make or to eat being a vegetarian? Oh, that's a hard one because I make a lot of things. Um, I'm trying to think. I really like... Um, like I really like black beans. Okay. Actually, actually, no. I know the answer to that. Black bean cakes, specifically from Lucky 32, are my favorite. Okay. Um, and I like, I will make um, black bean quesadillas and black bean tacos. That's my favorite. Okay. Mm. Okay. I like yeah. that. that. That's pretty solid. Or um, black beans and sweet potatoes. They're actually surprisingly really good together. Wait, so you are you making the sweet potato and then just sprinkling the black beans inside the sweet potato? How, how is that coming up? No, like a black bean and sweet potato, like, um, taco or oh, okay. quesadilla. You just, like, cut it up into little pieces. Says, okay. Then, yeah. Okay. It gives it a little sweet. So, we've heard, this is just, I didn't even, I, I know I'd seen you talk about being vegetarian, but it, I guess it just slipped over my head. What was your initial reason for being vegetarian? Yeah, so I actually first became vegetarian when I was in, like, third grade. Um, That's a young because, age. You just decide not to eat any meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just stop eating meat. Yeah, 
Um, well, it, it's actually, I don't enjoy eating animals. Okay. Um, but that's not like the big part of it. The, the biggest reason is um, actually, and this is, I've been this way my whole life. I've never really liked the taste of meat. Um, I, I was a really picky eater. Um, I've never liked hot dogs. I mm. don't like most pork, like bacon, no, sausage, no. Wow. I, I would never eat any of that as a kid. And then when I was um, younger, my, my parents would fix like hamburger helper or something like that. And I would eat all the noodles out of it and just leave like a plate of ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I got older, when I'm like, and like do all this stuff for myself I'm like I don't have to eat it anymore if I don't want it that's right um so then I just kind of stuck to it and now I'm just used to it at this point okay so and guess what when you figure out how expensive meat is compared to vegetables it makes it a lot easier I am a very cheap date Well, your boyfriend's taking you out, so I don't know who else is going to be able to take you out after that. But I'm sure he appreciates you just getting a salad and, and I don't know, I guess a black bean yes. quesadilla. I guess that's it. It, it balances the bill. Yeah, it does balance the bill. That's true. He's got like a 30 or $40 steak, and then my salad's like $15. There you go. <laughs> true. Well, hey, that's how, you know, sometimes that's how it works together, so. All right. I just yes. order an extra glass of wine with my meal. And exactly. It leaves more money for <laughs> dessert or alcohol. There you go. There we go. All right. Is there anything, Devin, you'd like to uh, to finish off with? Any final thoughts? Um, I would just like to say I'm very glad that I came on here and I've really enjoyed this. And it's been my lifelong dream to be on a podcast. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad we could knock that off the old bucket list for you. Because I podcasts are what get me through my commute every day. I music sometimes, but it's mostly podcasts that I listen to. Um, and I'm like, don't nobody call me. I'm listening to my podcast. Like my boyfriend knows, don't call me on my drive home from work because I'm listening to my podcast right now i'm obsessed with um morbid it's like uh like a true crime podcast um so i listen to that and then i like to listen to there's like a playlist on spotify it's called like daily drive um and it's like a mix of song like they make it's different every day but um it's like a mix of songs that you like and then um like up first by NPR and like the Daily New York Times and then like a TED Talk and so it's just like a variety of like news and music and stuff. So, with all that being said, thank you for having me. <laughs> well, I always it's 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 always interesting in life and I've talked about this with Duval plenty of times having beers, having cigars, but it's funny how I don't know exactly what year we met, but it was one of those formals where I went back as an alumni and all that good stuff. And how, I don't know, I guess seven, eight, nine, you were 20, so you're 27 now. So seven years later, mm-hmm. you know, I just decided, hey, let's mix it up. You know, a COVID happens. Who would have ever thought you'd be on the podcast because we were so big and doing it in the basement and playing burial cart beforehand and all that stuff. COVID happens and it's like, hey, you know, let's get somebody on who wouldn't necessarily be able to join on a, on a random Tuesday night. And so yeah. it, it's funny how life works and how, and, and I've talked about it with Bridget, how 
Bridget and I went to high school, knew her because she played on the basketball team, but didn't really know her, but then got her on the podcast almost a year, two years ago, and now she comes over and, you know, hangs out with my wife. Her and best she, she loses a lot of Birio card games, but she wins a couple. Every, well, she's only won two, so every now and then. But, you know, we still have a good time. So I'm on the come up. I'm on the come up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right and Jacob, I know so. your sister, too. That's right. And, it, you know, it's, it's very interesting, this next couple lineup. You do, I remember because when you were there, was my sister a freshman? I can't remember. She's, I think she's a year, how she's, old is she? You were born in what, 94? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, my sister was born in 96, so you're two years younger. Okay. So she's the same year as my boyfriend. Ah, okay, um, okay. And my boyfriend was um, in SIGEP at UNCG. Okay. Her sister was in Cayo. Yes. Um, and they did stuff together a lot, and so I was, um, I was always around a lot because yes. I, I dated him. But, so, a lot of the people that are, like, two years below me, I know a lot of those yeah. people just because I was around a lot, so. Yeah, and it's funny, the guest next week is another person who went to UNCG, but I didn't know it at the time. She liked one of our brewer reviews from a couple of weeks ago, and I just sent her a message like, hey, would you like to join the podcast? And then come to find out, she's friends, I think, with you and my sister. It's yeah. like Brianna... Uh, Pooplo or whatever she's gonna she's gonna be on next week and I was like this is just too small of a world sometimes when like I thought it was somebody completely random and then I noticed on Instagram you guys all follow her and friends on Facebook and stuff and I was like that's just kind of weird but you know yeah it's funny we used to all have <laughs> that sing up a lot um and Brie actually used to date um a guy that was roommates with my boyfriend. So, and we like went to the beach together one time and like different events and things. So it's, it's really it's, a small world. It is. It's really kind of a small world how we've ended up here. If you're ever in Charlotte anytime, swing by, you can come, you and your boyfriend come lose at Birio Cart. You know, we'll see. Maybe Bridget can beat you. Uh, yeah, you can lose to Bridget. Who knows? I would lose. I would be in last place. I'm terrible at any sort of game, whether it's video <laughs> game or a sport or anything like that. <laughs> but I'll still play it. And hey, then, that's well, my all boyfriend, we ask. He loves video games. So hey, that's he all we ask that. is an honest effort. And what I love about doing it is we when we started the Birio Carts years ago, I wish we would have filmed it because it's just fun to get people's reaction. And even if you're bad at it, the video reaction is worth all the cost because it's just funny watching people compete and just kind of panic if they are really bad or just have a beer and just have fun with it. So it has been a cool, yeah. little, cool little bit. So, yeah, if you guys are ever in town, swing on by. Uh, Duvall hasn't won one in a long time. So Jeeves has now tied him at 17 coming up. Those videos are released. But Duvall, Brid- Bridget, any uh, final thoughts before we head out? No, As I think always, I enjoy it. I think we should make a bet on who has the next burial win, me or Duval. Ooh. What's loser gotta do? We'll let um, Devin des- Devin, you decide what the next the loser has to do between Bridget and Duval and a burial card. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me think for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at these things. You can get back to us. <laughs> No, she's got to say it here, so we've got we've got recorded evidence. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, Bridget's gonna have to do it, so it doesn't Ooh. matter to me. Oof. Give me a tip. Give me. T- uh, I mean, 
the only thing I can come up with is something that I definitely wouldn't suggest. So, oh, because for some reason, all I can think of is a naked lap, and that's oh, well, that's yeah, that's a little, yeah, we're a little too old for that. You know, I I think my neighbors would be okay with it, but I don't want to put them in a precarious position to have to like, whoa, what's going on? I mean, Um, I would say you got a shotgun of beer. I was thinking, like, chug something. Yeah. Like, or you got beer. shotgun some wine. You got or, cans oh, of wine you like, Bridget. You could shotgun okay. a can of wine. Oh, yeah, you don't like beer? No. No. Yeah. So I pretty can't. much, my, my blood type is Pinot Grigio, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm a claws kind of girl. Uh, oh, I, and that I would do. I would do a, um, I would yeah, do a claw. Okay. So a little seltzer or a, a chug seltzer. a chug a white claw. There you go. Yeah. Okay, losers. Got Those, that hurts to chug because it's very fizzy. Yes. Yeah. We, see, we. I have to burp like twenty times yes. after that. Because see, we've done birio carts with with different si- seltzers, and I prefer to do it with a beer because the seltzers just it's so much car. It's like doing a soda. It's so much carbonation it's, where it's like, and it, and it stings a little bit too because it's got that like you know the sugar <laughs> sting, but. Listen, you guys think it's hard to chug wine. It's actually easier to chug wine. We know it's easier. No we know no, it's easier. I believe that. But you still take ales even though you chug wine. So it Not my last one, not according to the to the YouTube channel. Go okay. see it. Wait till the other couple ones get released and then you'll be back to your normal self. <laughs> All right, so loser chugs a white claw or beer, whatever they choose. Devin again Shotguns. shock that's right, shotgun, excuse me. And Devin, thanks for stopping by. I'm glad I was able to reach out and hit you with the yeah. with the invite. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. I think everyone will love your southern accent once they listen to this one. It's very calming, very just nice <laughs> southern hickory. I think that's why initially, like I said, you and my wife are so similar, and then the country accent is just right. It's like mm-hmm. feeling like home again when I hear people talk in that nice southern accent. I try to disguise it, but it just nope. it comes back. <laughs> no need. You just got to let that thing go. Let that thing flow. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Bridget Duvall, thanks for stopping through. And uh, Duvall's done it before, but I'll see if Bridget can remember because it's been a while. Bridget, how do we uh, send our podcast out? Peace. On the bridge,